Welcome to it. It is chewing the fat. Okay, I have a million dollar idea for you. I'm going to give it to you for free. Okay, you just need to go out and do it yourself. So I'm listening to an interview from the Blazes, Elijah Shaver, and he's in Philadelphia and he got beat up um, for filming the looting going on. In his one interview, he talked about how the Philadelphia police before they just gave up and said, ah, we're done, there's too many looters, we're going to go away, uh, they would go into a store and get rid of the looters, and the looters would leave the store, and then they would go down the block and go to another store. And then the police would, having emptied that the one store, would go down the block and empty that store, and then those looters would leave that store and go back to the original store that they were kicked out of. And they, this just happened and happened until they gave up. So... I was thinking in my head, well, it's whack-a-looter. That's the new game that you need to create. Million-dollar idea. And just uh, call it whack-a-looter. <laughs> um, you're welcome. This is Chewing the Fat. <laughs> So we're coming up on Halloween. Speaking of, uh, uh, got me thinking about Halloween was, uh, you know, whack-a-looter. So I see where one house uh, here in Dallas, and I'm sure it's happening all over the country, people have, uh, you know, stuffed clothes to look like dead bodies on their roof in their front yard, and there's been there was blood out, and you know, police were being called, and it was just, uh, you know, Halloween display and then I saw where someone put a stuffed body you know and they're using clothes where they stuff it or they have a mannequin decorated with whatever clothes they wanted and one picture was a guy had a stuffed clothes or mannequin on the grill of his truck and the sweatshirt was Antifa <laughs> And then I saw one where it looked like Donald Trump, President Trump. And, you know, the caption is, oh, sorry, dude, I didn't see you there. And, I, you know, it's kind of funny. It's just a stupid little thing. And then you think, well, is it? And then I see a post that reminds me of, you know, it really isn't that funny. And I say that because to me, it still is just funny and stupid right it's just it doesn't mean anything but remember i was reminded by the foo uh, at politibunny that said remember that the that rodeo clown lost his job for wearing an obama mask good times that's politibunny's tweet uh yeah i do remember that and that brings back what a double standard life we live in and i you know i know that it's such a it's such a huge double standard and it's agonizing, and we talk about that double standard, and we do stories all the time that show what a huge double standard world we live in now. But that's the world we live in. I still think it's funny. Uh, you know, I laugh and I chuckle, but do I? Well, yes, I do. So it's still funny, and leave me alone. And I didn't think the guy should have lost his job wearing the Obama mask in the uh, rodeo either. That was agonizing at the time because it was just a rodeo clown. Okay, so let's move on.
If you have been wondering where your IKEA annual catalog is, well, it's been postponed a little bit. They're going to get it out, no problem. I mean, whew, I don't know about you, but I can't live without my IKEA annual catalog. I didn't know this, but with a print of over 200 million copies, <laughs> I mean, that's ranking with the Bible and the Quran and Harry Potter series. Uh, that's pretty, those are big numbers, big numbers. So they're delaying the release of it and they're reprinting. They're making a whole new catalog because of a potentially racist image. I know it, it might be perceived as a racist image. So we're going to get rid of it and redo the whole thing. Wow. So apparently the image shows a black man wearing a splint on his finger and a cast on his leg while positioned near a coffee table in need of assembly. Okay. So, and the caption is, you can assemble it yourself, but you don't have to. Now, I, the thing that was, and you think, well, wait, that's, he's injured. He's got a splint on his finger and a cast on. Of course, that makes sense. Well, he was wearing a shirt in the picture, which was emblazoned with the numbers four, five, six, seven, eight. Now think to yourself, hmm, what does four, five, six, seven, eight stand for? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a fashion statement. Okay. That's it. But someone said, you know what? That image could be perceived as reinforcing negative racial stereotypes because of the visual impression. The image was just supposed to be numbers as part of the design detail. So it makes it look like the black guy is what? What's the racial stereotype? I don't know. I guess he's, that he's a prisoner. I, I, I guess. Uh, all right. If, if, if you say so, it's your company. You can spend all the money you want on making a new catalog for one picture that has potential racial stereotypes in it. Negative racial stereotypes. Is there a positive racial stereotype? I guess there is. We can get into that. I don't, I don't want to, though. Ugh, agonizing. So the catalog was released. Oh, good. I mean, they postponed the, the actual the actual book was postponed because they had to reprint it. Wow. I mean, they're printing 200 million copies of that IKEA catalog. Incredible numbers. Now, they did release it online. Whew. Okay, so I feel a little bit better than that. So you can get it online there. This is their 70th birthday and it was released 133 pages. And the black man in the picture 
was wearing a plain white t-shirt, standing holding an Ikea instruction manual and looking down at parts with the caption, you can assemble it yourself, but you don't have to. No mention if the picture, I should probably look at the online catalog and see if, and I care that much about Ikea catalog that I'm, I'm going to dig in and look if he's still wearing a splint and a cast on his leg. Probably not, because that could be potentially a racist stereotype as well. I guess. I don't know how, but it could be. So anyway, Ikea, uh, you know, they are, you know, look, they've already committed like three million bucks over the next 12 months to support organizations that are working in support of social justice, economic empowerment and education initiatives for black communities. Well, good for them. Good for them. And by the end of uh, 2020 here in August, I mean, they've already donated over a million bucks to Black Lives Matter initiatives, Equal Justice Initiatives, 100 Black Men of America Incorporated, African American Policy Forums, Hashtag Say Her Name Campaign, YWCA USA, and the National Black Justice Coalition for LGBT Rights. Well, good for IKEA good and i'm happy that we can still get to the catalog online but i like to i like the hardcover well it's a it's a paperback hardcover <laughs> of the actual catalog and i like to you know thumb through it and so i have to wait for that but you can still look at it online and know that your senses are not going to be torn apart with a potentially racist image probably should go through the catalog online and take a look at what they're offering at the uh, ikea catalog so it's 288 pages okay so well if you go through the publication it's actually would be half of that right because two pages are on one screen so was that 144 uh, and I, I scroll through them here and you get to the, the, the very last page or next to last page has talks about healthy land and thriving communities. And they have a picture of uh, women from Chittagwishgar, India, C-H-H-A-T-T-I-S-G-A-R-H, India, uh, taking their harvest to the market and tribal communities in Chittagwishgar depend on land which is increasingly degraded and this is part of the ikea foundation we believe farmers have the power to heal the planet while they feed the world and that's special that's just another 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 program that they are uh, you know giving money to and good for them good for ikea i love that they're doing this and it's absolutely they don't have to so it's good for them and i, and I love that so i found the picture of the guy it's on page 132 and 133 of the online catalog. So now the potentially racist photo is just uh, Task Rabbit can help. And it has a African-American man looking down at all the parts on the floor with the directions in his hand, wearing uh, jeans and it looks like jeans and two shirts uh one is a long sleeve white t-shirt and the other is you know a t-shirt underneath that and the caption is sometime life gets in the way 
Sometimes you're too busy with other to-dos. Either way, TaskRabbit can assemble your IKEA furniture for you, whether it's one piece or 20. So, that's good. That's good. And it means a lot. And I scrolled through. They got pictures of kids. And there's a lot of pages without people in them because they're selling their products. And, of course, we have, uh, you know, a what looks to be a female couple in one picture. And we have a what looks to be a, a mother and a daughter. And the mother is in a wheelchair. So Ikea is covering all the bases for you. And good for them good for them. I don't want anything to have a potential to make people think it's some sort of racist, stereotypical photo. So, Ikea, good for you. All right, we can talk about, I don't know, maybe some real crime. Maybe do a little crime blotter. <laughs> I love, oh, I should just make that a segment every day. Uh, chewing the fat crime blotter because there's always great crime stories or bad depending on how you want to look at crime so this uh, lady in new hampshire is accused of pretending to be a prosecutor nice i mean i don't know how you think you're going to get away with it but it was a good try she submitted paperwork dropping stalking and drug charges against her <laughs> That was a good try. So she submitted false documents in three separate court cases. Nice. So she used the electronic court system to file documents. Now, this is where she, where she got in trouble. Because they had already, you know, a state forensic examiner who evaluates, uh, who was set up to evaluate her competency for trial, noticed that the charges had been dropped and said, hey, am I supposed to move forward with this evaluation or are we just done with it because the charges are dropped? And that's where they said, wait, the charges have been dropped? And so they realized, no. So, <laughs> plus, she also did, while she was in there, you know, you might as well, if you're going to drop stalking charges and drop the whole thing against you, you might as well go in and say, hey, um, remember those filing fees I was supposed to pay to the county? Yeah, I thought those are dropped too. Let's get rid of those as well. <laughs> that is awesome. So now she's in big trouble, right? I mean, she's got uh, six charges of falsifying physical evidence and a charge of false personation. Oh, okay. Well, you pretended to be a prosecutor. We don't want that. So she's in trouble. But it was a good try. It was a good try. Another good try. A Tampa woman returned 42,000 42, Amazon items and ended up with like $165,000. That's not a bad scam, although it's like five years. So 165,000 in five years. I mean, is it worth the time? I guess. <laughs> could I use and could I have used an extra 165,000 over the last five years? You bet. You bet. And I'm sure that's true for many of you listening to this podcast today. 
So apparently, this lady found some loophole in the Amazon shipping process. Okay, so she reused prepaid shipping labels generated for canceled orders and then applied them on other returns. So she was claiming that she was paying for shipping prices and she didn't do it. Okay. So she, and she had multiple accounts set up. Many of them, Amazon was already on. They were saying that they were, these accounts, many were, some were canceled already and they already have, I mean, Amazon already has their, their own investigators like, you know, this doesn't look right. So, and they, you know, check it out. So they, they got a hold of the sheriff's office and Pinellas County, Florida, and, you know, they said that she was arrested without incident. And she was using one of her homes. She moved out of one place and didn't sell it or get rid of it. That's where she was having different packages sent. And the neighbors were like, well, yeah, we, she moved out. She said she was going to keep it for our business. Okay, no problem. But uh, she's out of jail. She posted bond. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, you know, hey, it's Amazon's loophole. She's just working the system, right? (laughs) Another story out of Florida again. This story kind of ticks me off, actually. So they made a big deal out of female cops posing as sex workers and they arrest dozens of johns they've got they've got the sheriff or deputy sheriff i guess this is the actual sheriff that's making the press conference of course hillsborough county sheriff that's tampa pinellas county is you know st petersburg across the bay for those of you unfamiliar with uh Florida. And of course we talk about uh, Grady Judd sheriff, which is in Polk County, which is on the other side of Hillsborough County. Anyway, a little geography sheriff lesson there from Florida for you. Uh, cause the lady with the Amazon scam was in Palm Harbor, Florida, which is Pinellas County. So the, anyway, the, uh, Hillsborough County, uh, well, actually, they said this lady was in, they called her a Tampa lady, but she was arrested in Palm Harbor. Uh, the Tampa house was her original house that she was having boxes sent to. Never mind. So anyway, this kind of ticks me off with the Operation Curb Appeal. Okay. So undercover investigation, female Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies posed as sex workers through online ads and walking the streets in the county. All right. 49 men were arrested in a couple of days. Okay. They claim that this is the driving force of human trafficking. Is it? Is it? To pay for sex with people who are victims of this industry. Okay. Without demand, an industry falls apart. Is that right, Sheriff? Okay. All right. If you, if, if you say so. If you say so. So during the course of a two-day operation, more than 200 men made contact with undercover detectives through the advertisement posted online. 40 additional men approached undercover detectives posing as prostitutes on the street within the Tampa and town and country areas. And of course, they have pictures of them up, uh, you know, on the the stage for everybody to see. And it just kind of, 
you know, are we? Then I have to tell you, this is what the the sheriff said, and you know, I you know, I'll, I'll go with it. Okay, the sheriff, uh, you know, they're getting ready for the Super Bowl, so we're gonna clean the streets up a little bit. Uh, human trafficking uh, related operations in Hillsborough County will continue to increase, and he doesn't want that. Prostitution should not be viewed as a victimless crime. The person on the other end of these transactions could be someone who has been forced into human trafficking. I want to make it clear to those who want to purchase sex here in our community, you will be held accountable for your actions. So wait, the person on the other end of these transactions, the female or male who is selling their body to someone else, I'm sorry, renting their body to someone else, They could be a part of human trafficking. So you're busting the guy, mostly men. There's no females on this, on their poster board because he was out looking for sex from a prostitute. Okay. All right. You got, you got me. It's, it's not a victimless crime. I don't know. I, I got a kind of a problem with that kind of a problem, but congratulations on Hillsborough County, you did a you did a great job, and you busted those guys out there looking for looking for hookers, man. You did a good job. I mean that. So then we have the cult leader who got a hundred and twenty years in prison. It's been a years long battle. There's a couple of uh, documentaries out there now, and I haven't followed this case close enough and I wish I had because they claim he had sex with all these underage girls and he forced women to have abortions and he made slaves out of these women and it was just a horrible kind of cult right the Nexium NXIVM's uh, cult and uh, this Rainier I, I wish I had followed this case and I promise you that I will know more about Keith Rainier the next time I talk about him because he got 120 years in prison for sex trafficking and fraud. Wow. And there were 15 people who spoke at the case, uh, at his trial that made, you know, a really bad guy, right? Now he says he's innocent. He's claimed throughout this entire thing that he's innocent. He even spoke at the sentencing where he got 120 years. Oof. I mean, that's, I mean, it might as well be life, right? I know it's a big deal to say 120 years, but let's just give the guy life. We can, you know, move on. At one point since 1998, he had 17,000 members holding $5,000 workshops. <laughs> wow. He promised the skills to promote a path to greater self-fulfillment. Oh, well, that's special, right? It has to be. So he got 120 years, plus he was fined a couple of million bucks, I think. Okay, 1.75 million, not 2 million. <laughs> uh, because the judge said the offenses were cruel, perverse, and extremely serious. Okay, and he uh, said uh, there's no contact with any of the uh, Nexium or Nexvium associates. Okay, now he expressed his deep remorse to those he has hurt over the years, but continued to insist he was wrongfully accused. He said, I'm deeply sorry 
and I see that where I am is caused by me. Jack Dorsey, is that you? I am deeply remorseful and repentant. It is true I am not remorseful over the crimes I do not believe I have committed at all. But I am deeply remorseful of all this pain. It does sound like Jack Dorsey. They're going to the same schools. So, I see what you're saying. I'm remorse. I'm deeply, uh, there is deep remorse to those I've hurt over the years, but I have been wrongfully accused. I see where I am is caused by me. Right. But I haven't committed anything wrong and I'm deeply remorseful for all this pain because I see where I am is caused by me. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. We appreciate it, Mr. Rainier. Have fun with your 120 years in prison, my friend. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of ice cold refreshment as it is. And it looks like, just as a side note, it looks like the shortage in DFW of my favorite ice-cold beverage is over. So, about freaking time. (laughs) Speaking of about freaking time, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a subscriber, uh, you need to be a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. Uh, It's about freaking time, okay? So, I'm saying it's about freaking time. So choose a platform, whatever one warms the little cockles of your heart. You got, uh, you know, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. There's a plethora of platforms out there. And you just chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher, subscribe. And then you can move on with your life and know that your life is that much better. And you can go through life knowing it's about freaking time. So that's the motto that we're going by today in the break room. It's about freaking time. Okay? All right. You know I'm right. All right? You know I'm right. So there's that. Okay? Another example of it's about freaking time. It really isn't. Uh, There's a local movie theater that has, you know, multiple theaters in it uh 14 i believe theaters in it it's called harkins in uh here in dfw area and it's been open for 15 years and it's shutting down have a nice day we're closing the doors we can't stay open so it's just another example of what's going on around the country and they even wrote their letter that we have made the difficult decision to permanently close our theater We are unfortunately not able to come to economic terms with the landlord and have been forced with the difficult decision to close. Wow. We are very proud of our time uh, in this city, providing first-time jobs for young people and millions of wonderful movie-going experience. We are forever grateful to our team, our loyal guests, and our wonderful community. 
which we were able to entertain over the years and the amount of money that we've been making for you all showing up at our theaters, buying our popcorn. Oh, they didn't say that. Oh, okay. That's what they meant. But for their opening, uh, this is the final week, the end of uh, October 2020 is, uh, is the end. And so another example of not only struggling with the movie industry, they're struggling with landlords who are unwilling to help. And I don't know if they were unwilling or not. Maybe they couldn't help anymore. I mean, they've got bills to pay too. I know we're, I mean, this, this COVID-19 has really screwed up a lot of things. You can quote me on that. And when it gets back to being a, a, a country and a world that we are familiar with, uh, it'll be about freaking time. There's no doubt. Uh, if it, even if it happens today, it'll be about freaking time. And I know it's a struggle. I know it's a struggle. I mean, we have it's a movie theater, and they're all struggling, no matter who they are. I mean, we've got new movies being released on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and Apple TV. I saw uh, saw the new George Clooney movie that's going to be on uh, Netflix coming pretty soon. I don't know when it's being released on Netflix, but it's called Midnight Sky. The Midnight Sky. Of course, it's about the end of the world and. Uh, you know, the Earth is struggling. We're trying to get a message to these astronauts. It's from a book. What the heck was the name of the stupid book that it was? Uh, it's uh, a novel called Good Morning Midnight. So now the, you know, the movie is The Midnight Sky. Explores humanity after Earth's destruction. Oh, that's going to be fun to watch. Right? Right. And then you've got John Stewart coming back. To Apple TV Plus, I mean, who's I? I've missed him since for six, seven years now, something like that. I've missed him. Now I know he's been you know busy doing other stuff, and he shows up in the news every now and then, which I'm so happy to see and hear. But uh, I needed that show from him every day, so I hope it's every day. I hope it's you know make, it's going to make me want to subscribe. I'm not going to. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get the Apple TV Plus because I don't have any Apple products in my house. I'm not going to do that. But I, I would think about it. I, I would sure think about it because of Jon Stewart. Because, I mean, if you remember his show was such a cookie-cutter show at the end. And they won all these awards. He had 18 million writers. It was just... Well, it was agonizing. It was agonizing. We were putting on better shows at that time when John Stewart was, you know, at the peak. We were doing uh, the Pat and Stu show. We were doing better shows with three people. Okay, so maybe we had five or six. We had a producer and a couple TV people. That was it. That was it. And we, you know, we got nothing. And Stewart is doing cookie cutter shows with these billion writers, and they're running all the awards. It was just jealous. You bet. Agonizing. You bet. But him coming back to TV, it's about freaking time, right? Right? Well, maybe not. Don't forget also, you have until, I'm going to use this term, the election. Although, 
you know, you can still be early voting, but the actual election uh, next week to save $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and get 30 bucks off for an annual subscription. Huge, huge. I mean, that's like a five, under six bucks a month for Blaze TV. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, okay? You're welcome. And plus, that helps keep this show free. So, part of the Blaze Network. And your subscription to Blaze TV helps with that. And if you can't afford it, I get it. I get it. You said you're, you're subscribing to this show. And, you know, I thank you. I appreciate it very much. If you're not subscribing to this show, uh, I mean, I think we've already covered what are you doing with your life. But uh, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. Use the promo code Jeffy. And it gets you $30 off an annual subscription. You're welcome. So did you see where Costco... I love, bless their hearts, pulled milk off the shelves. And you say, wait, they pulled milk? Yeah, they pulled the popular, I, I can't even pronounce it, C-H-A-O-K-O-H, coconut milk that's made in Thailand. So it's going to be Chow Ka. Chow Ka, the coconut milk made in Thailand. Uh, they pulled the shelves. They pulled them from the shelves, got rid of them. Uh, PETA has put out findings of an investigation. Uh, you know, PETA, I love, oh man, do I love PETA? Do I, oh, we are. So they did an investigation and found that monkeys in Thailand are being used as forced labor to get these coconuts. <laughs> so they, 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 we got monkey slaves. Monkey slaves are getting coconuts for our chakwa coconut milk, and we cannot have that. So apparently they're kept chained, they're abusively trained, they're forced, forced to climb trees and forced to pick the coconuts that are used to make the milk and other products. And we could not have that. Now, the monkeys used in the Thai coconut business are allegedly illegally abducted from their families and homes when they're just babies. Huh. Allegedly, these monkeys are stolen from their homes. Huh. So, I guess there's monkey homes now. I guess that's what we're doing. And they're fitted with these collars. And they're not allowed to socialize with others. All they're allowed to do is climb these freaking trees and get our coconuts. And that will not stand. That could not happen. (laughs) So, according to Ingrid Newkirk, the president of PETA, Costco has made the right call to reject animal exploitation. No kind of shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines. Now, I want to go on record. I might, I guess I'm a different kind of shopper because 
I don't care. <laughs> I just, I know, I know, I'm a, I, I get it, but I don't care. It's okay that I just want the coconut milk. To be honest, I don't even drink coconut milk. But if I did, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. I don't care. For those of you that love coconut milk and coconut water and coconut butter and coconut this and coconut that, I'm sure you're pissed. But you can't be pissed because you don't, they're slave monkeys. And so it just can't be. And we I won't have it. And Costco won't have it either. They pulled it. And they're not they're not going to have it on the Costco shelves anymore. I don't know what we'll make uh Costco to put the chakwa coconut milk back on the shelves now that we know they're using monkeys that they have possibly allegedly illegally abducted from their families and homes. I don't know. They get them when they're babies and they trade them. Climb up the trees and get the coconuts. As a human, uh, you know, the leading force on this planet, I I don't care. You know, I want my coconuts. And if I can get cheap coconut milk at whatever store, because the people of Thailand have figured out how to use monkeys to get the coconuts from the trees to the ground, and then I can they get them to the processing plant to make the milk that I want to drink. Good for them. If that's the process, and everyone is making money, and I'm sure, and I, I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm sure that these damn Thailand coconut farmers don't want the monkeys to die. They want them to be alive and well to climb the trees to get the coconuts and bring them down to the ground. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. I get it. Why do I hate monkeys? I know. I know. Why do I hate monkeys? But I'm okay with it. I I don't want now. I mean, you think about what something that's going to make coconut milk price go through the roof. This is it. If Thailand and these farmers can't use the monkey labor, now you're talking about a price increase that's going to... I mean, that could kill the coconut milk industry. And Lord knows we don't need that. But PETA, do they care? Do they care that these monkeys are staying alive and being used to provide a, a product that hits the shelves around the world? No. No. All they care about is that it's possible that these monkeys have allegedly been illegally abducted from their families and homes. So... I mean, how dare you? How dare you Thailand coconut farmers keep monkeys on a rope to climb the trees and twist off the coconuts and have them drop on the on the ground so that they can go to the go to the factory and create the world of coconut milk and butter and cheese and 
all things coconut. I won't have it. Not with not with monkey slaves. I think I'm talking myself out of being okay with it. Nah, I'm still okay with it. That's fine. It's okay. Animals working for humans. Yep, I'm okay with it. Sorry. That's just the way it is. Now, I will say, I won't drink coconut milk. Okay? It's not going to be a boycott because I don't drink coconut milk anyway. So, there's that. But, I'm not... I'm not, uh, I'm not paying for slave monkey labor. Just not doing it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So I see where uh, Zeta made landfall. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, it's moving. And now the damage that it has done, they're saying that at least three people have died. 2.5 million customers are without power. Wow. That's horrific. And it tied the record, right? It made landfall in Louisiana number five. So Florida no longer holds the record alone, but it's just a tie. So, I mean, Louisiana, don't you want to be the record holder and hope that six hits? <laughs> uh, how about no? <laughs> no? I've, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm really sad for Louisiana. And this storm is moving. Man, it's doing some damage across the country. It's moving so fast that it's just, and it hasn't lost a lot of steam. I mean, it obviously has lost steam because it hit, it made landfall at a two. And it's, uh, you know, it's not that now, but it's still tropical force winds across the country. It's moving at 48 miles an hour. I mean, it's in North Carolina already as it heads out into the Atlantic. It could strengthen up again once it hits the Atlantic, although this time of year probably not because the water temperature is is you know starting is cooling off and we're getting toward the end of hurricane season. But I mean it, this was the another amazing storm. It's been an amazing year. And so if you can you know want to help out or find ways to help out, you can always go to Mercuryone.org or whatever charity does the work that you love. But they're still, Louisiana is going to be recovering for a long time. So any anything you can do, even if it's just a prayer, uh, I would most definitely do it. So remember when we talked about um, it feels like lockdowns are coming again? I mean, I felt, it was like a couple weeks ago, something like that. I don't remember. I just remember I had this strong feeling that lockdown, I mean, they want to lock us down again. They they want to lock us down again. Well, yesterday, uh, France issued a nationwide lockdown, uh, nearly as strict as those imposed in March. People are allowed to, you're allowed to leave your home for school, essential goods, and work if your employer says it's impossible to do your job from home. Germany enacted another month-long lockdown partial lockdown restaurants bars gyms concert hall theaters closed after this weekend they want them shut down uh they're already talking about uh you know billions of euros being spent uh they're saying that the u.s and europe and this kind of ticks me off have failed to hold on to the progress made over the summer against the virus i disagree with that uh we may be getting more people with the virus, but we're not losing as many people. I'm sorry. I just, I don't buy that. Uh, 
but we are you know that's uh, now and now we're getting into uh protests in europe people are uh saying no i mean police in italy and spain are urging their governments to abandon new restrictions because they are anti-lockdown protests sweeping across these countries because people have had enough let us be people that's not the, that's not even the united states uh, holy cow I do should there be rioting no do you understand it i don't know i guess Am I going to riot over, you know, anti-lockdown protests? No. I'm going to go out there and riot over the police protecting themselves from a crazed man. Wait, what? No. Anyway, uh, the protest, it's happening, right? I mean, it is, it is definitely happening. The who, (laughs) who you do says, uh, getting COVID outbreak under control may require sacrifice for many, many people. Huh? It may require shutting down and restricting movement and having stay-at-home orders in order to take the heat out of this phase of the pandemic. Really? Huh. Who saw that coming? Oh, wait, we did. We did that. And in the United Kingdom, and we saw we heard saw the videos, we saw the audio, heard the audio last week of law enforcement in this country going to a home saying you know they got a call did they about too many cars parked in the neighborhood and then the police realized well there's too many people in the house the gathering has got to shut down well the uk is already saying their law enforcement officials plan on entering homes to break up christmas gatherings if occupants break any covid19 lockdown rules oh well that's special you know what? You there's too many people here, too many people here. You got it. We got to break it up. That's just the way it is. You understand me? We're going to severely restrict any home gatherings because any any mixing, any of that going on, we're not having any of that. Okay, you're lucky that we're letting you stick around with your family. That's it. You're lucky that we're letting that happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, really. So why don't you just stay home and keep the doors locked and don't you even think about letting someone in that isn't part of your family or hasn't been quarantined forever. Oh, uh, you sure about that? Yes. Yes, I am. I mean, sure. Sure. People like Kim Kardashian uh, can go ahead and have all their friends do multiple health screenings and ask I mean there's no way to prove that they did but we asked them to quarantine for two weeks because I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island to celebrate my birthday and just you know we wanted to pretend that things were normal just for a brief moment in time that's it okay we just wanted to do it now, I wonder, I, just, I was reading about this. I've got to find out if they actually, I bet you they filmed it for their stupid Kardashians final season. And that was all part of the show. I bet you it was. 
So it doesn't look like they filmed it for the show, but I wouldn't be surprised. There'll definitely be at least one episode talking about this, right? People are wound up about it, though. <laughs> I mean, she's spending money. They're saying she spent a million. I bet she spent more than that. A million bucks. Big whoop for her. But they are wound up. It's grotesque. The rich can pretend to be normal on a private island. Yeah, they can. I mean, it, I'm pissed that I wasn't there. But, you know, I get it. I, you, know, you can hate Kim for a lot of other things, but her just trying to bring people to an island to have a, you know, a birthday party getaway. You know, she probably shouldn't have promoted it, but she can't help herself because that's what she does. Her life is the promotion. So I'm going to give her a little bit of break on that. Just a tad. But it's her 40th birthday party. She's got the money. She had everybody quarantined. She paid for the deal. And then we're going to go to the island and have a party and we'll just pretend like there's no COVID because we're safe. Okay. And it talks about people are all wound up about people are going to food banks. I know they are. And it's horrific that that is happening. And thankfully, there's people like, I don't know, Kim Kardashian that probably donates money to some of these food banks or food to these food banks. I don't know. I know that was Peter Frampton's deal. Oh, people are going to food banks, not private islands. Well, Peter, how are you? You helping out at the food banks, Peter? Or are you just stand behind your closed doors? How's that working out for you? I did like the Burning Man pictures and the, uh, you know, the evil sex devil pictures on the islands. That was kind of funny. Yeah, and there's some funny. There's some funny actual responses to <laughs> to Kim's birthday party but it's her money and her friends so happy birthday but since I didn't get to go I'm pissed I mean how dare she how dare she how dare she I can't even I don't even want to say her name anymore we're done I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.